Hi, YouTubers and Watchavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little what's shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I think this is the last hurrah for the Black Rifle Coffee Company Coffee of the Month. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, one arrived about a week or so ago. Hang on one minute. Boy, that is really good. As I say, this arrived about a week or so ago. Uh, this this gift was uh, it was a Christmas gift last year, courtesy of my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. Coffee of the month from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. You get a, a different uh, blend uh, every month, and uh, this this recent one, which I think is the last one, is the Beyond Black. We talked about this in a previous Monday morning mailbag. Boy, it this boy is this a great <laughs> bold cup of coffee. Absolutely fantastic. And I brewed it in uh, my uh, current machine with the strong button, eight ounces. Wow, is this a nice, bold, rich, flavorful cup of coffee. Hang on one minute. Boy, absolutely fantastic. So my thanks to uh, Jason Allison and the boys for a really, really terrific cup of coffee. And you know, uh, along with the coffee, this sticker came right here. Uh, coffee or die. <laughs> That's a variation on the uh, historic uh, join or die. Um, I guess you could say uh, emblem or drawing that's been attributed to Ben Franklin uh, during the Revolutionary War. And uh, I, as a matter of fact, I think that's regarded as the first political cartoon. Uh, and again, just a little variation on that. Coffee or die. Absolutely. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, how are you doing this morning? Great to see you. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. As we like to say, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. Hang on. I got a, I got one more sip. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic cup of coffee this morning. And I hope you're enjoying one too. Hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. Really do appreciate that. If you're tuning into the show via the podcast, hey, thanks very much for listening in. I really, really do appreciate that. We got a great show for you this morning. Uh, here are the topics that we got going on. We got a couple of shaving tips this morning. We got a pet update. That's why we're using this coffee mug here. This is my yellow Labrador uh, coffee mug. I've used this in the past. Of course, I had uh, Yellow Labs, uh, George and Gracie. Uh, they were just absolutely fantastic dogs. Uh, also, in my youth, we also had another Yellow Lab, also named George. Uh, just a great breed of dog. We've all we've already talked about that before, and a lot of great breed of breeds. A lot of great dog breeds out there is what I'm trying to say. But um, yeah, I'm I'm partial to the uh, Yellow Labrador. They're absolutely fantastic. But we do have a pet update this morning. I wanted to share that with you. Uh, we also have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Uh, we sent out prizes uh, two through five, second prize through fifth prize. And uh, the winners have received their prizes. We'll give you an update on that. Uh, we also have some refill comments. Uh, we got some new wet shave gear to talk about. And then we're going to revisit a couple of items also. Uh, some questions and comments. So all in all, a really, really terrific, terrific show this morning. So thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really do appreciate it. And as I said before, and I probably say it too often, I sure hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. So grab that cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little about shaving and a few other things. And let's kick the show off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Doug Eagle. And Doug writes, hi, Mark. I have enjoyed your show since I switched to wet shaving a little over a year ago. Thanks very much for that, Doug. Really do appreciate it. A tip. The hair on my neck used to really irritate my skin by the evening, regardless if I shaved every day or every other day. I have found that if I rub a shave balm into my neck the night before I shave, I have no irritation that night, and it makes the shave the following morning much easier on my skin. A small tip, 
but maybe it helps someone somewhere. Sincerely, Doug Eagle. Doug, absolutely great, great tip. And I'm sure it's going to help someone out there. Absolutely, there are some wet shavers out there that might be experiencing the same problem. And this is a great approach to try. Absolutely. Rub a little bit of shave balm uh, on your neck or whatever other problem there you might have. Uh, and uh, you just have that in the evening, uh, overnight, and the next morning. Uh, see if that helps your morning shave. An absolutely fantastic, fantastic tip. Doug, thank you so much for that. Again, as I say, <laughs> it's going to help a lot of wet shavers out there that might be experiencing this same problem. So if you out there are have the same kind of problem or same kind of challenge that Doug has uh, with your shave, uh, try this and let us know if it works for you. Really, really would be interested in hearing those comments uh, and results from uh, those wet shavers out there. So Doug, to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post Haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use your shaving tip right here uh, in the shaving tip segment on the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Doug, thanks very, very much for a very, very helpful and useful shaving tip Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer James Sefton. Uh, and James writes, uh, Just a quick tip. Instead of using another magnet under the shelf in my shave den, I glued a fender washer in place for the magnet to hold to, and it worked great. Now, this is a shave tip that I think originated with my nephew, Mike. I bought Mike... Uh, the Doppler shaving brush with the butterscotch handle. Thanks, Mom. And uh, what he did was he glued a magnet to the very bottom of the handle. And I think he has a metallic shelf or a metal shelf in his in his shaved in his bathroom. And he just then uh, took that brush and just uh, let the magnet attach to the underside of the shelf where the where the brush could uh, dry out. I thought that was fantastic. And James is doing a variation on this. I asked him for a little clarification and he sent along some pictures with this explanation. Mark, I glued the magnet to the brush handle and then I used a fender washer from Amazon, uh, a quarter by inch and a quarter inches, uh, to the underside of the shelf in the den. I used the washer so I didn't have to use another magnet. The magnet on the brush sticks to the washer under the shelf. That's absolutely fantastic. And I know that there are some viewers out there that use two magnets. They would glue a magnet underneath their shelf, their wooden shelf or plastic shelf or whatever they have, and then a magnet to the base of the handle and then just, uh, you know, let, let, the, let the two magnets uh, attract one another and then the brushes hang there upside down uh, to dry out, which is an absolutely fantastic, fantastic solution. And uh, James is using a fender washer. And uh, that's absolutely fantastic. A great, a great variation on this uh, shaving tip. And uh, I think it's a good one because you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to glue that magnet underneath the shelf and get it backwards to where <laughs> it's repelling uh, the brush handle, you know? You want it to be able to attract and stick. So the uh, fender washer assures that. So thanks very much for sending along the pictures and for the explanation, James. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we promised you a pet update, and uh, it comes courtesy of James Sefton. It's a bit of a reminder. And James writes, Hey, Mark, my grandkids stopped by with their new dog, Gracie, and I was wondering how Cinder and Rue are doing. Fine and dandy, I hope. Yeah, they're doing great, and thanks for the reminder on this, James, because I did promise a Piper update. So I got to see Cinder, Rue, and Piper, too, over the Thanksgiving holiday. I spent Thanksgiving with my brother Tom, his wife Lori, and their daughters. And of course, Rue belongs to uh, Kelly and Bren, and uh, Cinder and Piper belong to Tom and Lori, and all three dogs were there. And uh, yeah, they're all doing great. So I want to show you some uh, photographs and show you how much 
uh, Piper has grown. Here's the first picture right here. That's Piper in the foreground and Cinder in the background. Now, uh, they look almost the same size, but that is a little bit deceiving because Piper is in the foreground, but she's getting up there. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's a picture of all three of them in the backyard. Of course, that's Rue in the uh, in the center there. And I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that's Cinder in the background and Piper in the foreground. Uh, this one here is a little more clear. That's definitely Cinder in the background there, Piper in the foreground, and Rue off there in the corner. And of course, uh, there is uh, Piper uh, resting right next to uh, Rue. And you can see that that Piper uh, is a little bit larger than Rue now. So she really is has grown quite a bit since we last saw her. So that's just an update on Cinder, Rue, and Piper too, especially on Piper to see how much she's grown since we last saw her over the summer. So my thanks to uh, James Sefton for the question and the reminder, because I wanted to show you uh, how much Piper has grown. Uh, so thanks very, very much for that, James. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Again, search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now right here on YouTube. Well, we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. We shipped out second prize, third prize, fourth prize, and fifth prize, and those winners contacted me to let me know that they received their prizes. Uh, second prize winner, Row27, also known as Rohan, wrote, Hey, Mark, looks like the package was delivered today. Thank you for the quick shipping, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Happiest of holidays, Rohan. Thanks very much for that, Rohan. Really do appreciate it. So glad you received your prize. Uh, third prize winner, Stan Chapman, wrote, Hey, Mark, package arrived late Friday evening along with your butterscotch candies. Thanks, Mom, for me. <laughs> do you have a warehouse? Who does your packing for you? I've never seen such a well-packed package. Thank you very much. Thanks again for your channel and your contributors who made your 10,000 subscribers so special. I look forward to checking everything out. And Stan did check out everything, and he sent along a picture saying, Mark, attached is the picture you requested. Sorry, forgot there was an Allen block in the package, uh, but think I got everything. Uh, thanks again, Stan. Well, thank you very much for sending along the photo. Stan, really do appreciate it. Our fourth prize winner, Kevin Turner, wrote, Hi, Mark. I just wanted to thank you for the prize and let you know I received the package. Uh, thanks very much for that, Kevin. Really do appreciate it. And our fifth prize winner, uh, Joseph Spotafino wrote, uh, Hi, Mark. The package arrived with everything included and intact. Thank you again. Uh, I'll be sure to enjoy the items best. Uh, Joseph and Joseph also sent along a picture. So if the other winners uh, would very kindly send along a picture, we'll send We'll send. We'll share that with all the viewers out there to let them uh, see that uh, you received your uh, items intact. Sounds like everyone received their items intact and in good condition. So uh, my thanks to uh, all the prize winners, uh, second, third, fourth, and fifth prize winners for contacting me, saying that they received their prizes. Thank you very, very much, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, first prize uh, goes to Mr. Masher. He is in Malaysia. We have not yet sent that. I am awaiting arrival of the vintage uh, safety razor from Chuck Price. Now, it's probably been delayed because last Tuesday we had a huge snowstorm come through and it just shut down Northeast Ohio. Schools were closed. People weren't, weren't able to get to work. It was a, it was a freak, freak storm. And it's kind of par for the course 
I shouldn't call it a freak storm. It's kind of par for the course for Northeast Ohio this time of year. We'll get a big, big, uh, you know, winter blast with a lot of snow. And then, you know, in a few days, it warms up. And then uh, that's just autumn <laughs> in Northeast Ohio. But we did have a big, big winter storm come through uh, late Monday into Tuesday. And a little bit of remnants on uh, on Wednesday, but uh, Tuesday shut down everything. So that may have delayed mail delivery. So as soon as that razor uh, shows up, we'll be packing that into the uh, into the package and sending off first prize to Mr. Masher, and we'll let everyone know when he receives it and uh, that sort of thing. So my thanks to uh, all the prize winners who contacted me saying that they received their prizes in good condition. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and if you care to send along a photo so I can share that with all the viewers out there, please do so. So thanks again, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate the update. And my thanks again to all the wonderful folks out there who contributed to the prize package giveaway and made it possible. Uh, once more, let me say sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation go out to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, Zachary Norton, Wesley Kirby, Heiko Shaves, Chris Witte, Caleb Bowers, Doug Thompson, Wally Pankowski, James Gazda, David and Barb Kice, Todd Stanfield, Jennifer Cook, Mark Williams, Tom Donnarumma, Chris Eikenberry, everyone at Pretech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade, thank you all very, very much for making this 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway possible. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, as I say every week, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. That is really a good, bold, rich cup of coffee. Absolutely. Again, black rifle coffee beyond black. And if I forgot to mention it earlier, it's a dark roast. Just so you know, yeah, this is <laughs> this is terrific. This has really got a bold, rich flavor. Of course, again, I use the strong button on my Keurig machine. But uh, man, a fantastic, fantastic cup of coffee. So check it out from a Black Rifle Coffee Company. Beyond Black. It is terrific. Hang on. Mm. Marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. Well, we got some great comments in the uh, refill segment. We're going to be revisiting some topics, which is why we call it refill, the refill. Uh, let's kick it off with uh, something from Charles Price, who wrote, I dare anyone to find another shaving show that gives you shaving tips and also talks about 14th century medieval poetry. <laughs> Absolutely epic. Laugh out loud. Thank you very much, Charles. Of course, he's referring to our discussion about Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. And we talked about the origin of the expression, dead as a doornail. It comes from 14th century medieval poetry. So <laughs> thank you very much for those kind words, Charles. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Beth Jones wrote, good morning, Mark. Great Monday morning mailbag as always. Thank you very much, Beth. Something I failed to mention is that the different handle links Henson is offering on their Amazon storefront will fit all the different Henson razors. I also forwarded today's Monday morning mailbag on to Henson so they can see that the word regarding their new Amazon storefront is getting out to your viewers on your wet shaving channel. Have a great rest of the week, Mark. Beth, thank you so very, very much. That's very, very kind of you. Really, really do appreciate it. And if you are a regular viewer of the Monday morning mailbag, you'll know that Beth really, really likes uh, her Henson razor. And of course, uh, I've got one of the uh, original versions of the Henson razor right here. This is my mild version. And of course, it is such a wonderful uh, razor because it has that built-in angle right there so that uh, it's kind of idiot-proof. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, you can very, very, you can find the angle 
uh, of approach uh, when you shave with the Henson razor very, very easily. Absolutely fantastic, fantastic design. And it's uh, it's an aluminum razor. The, at least the version I have is aluminum. And it was very surprising <laughs> how a lightweight razor like this aluminum Henson, how efficiently it shaved. I was really, really surprised by that. Absolutely terrific, terrific razor. So if you're looking for a really, really nice razor, check out uh, a Henson. And of course, they've got an Amazon storefront. So you can... Uh, get different handle lengths. And if you already have a Henson, get up there to their Amazon storefront and get a, a new handle for what you have right now. Thank you very, very much for that update, Beth. Really, really do appreciate it. And thank you for uh, notifying Henson that we're talking about them on the show. Really, really do appreciate that. Uh, viewer Mike H. wrote, Hi, Mark. Great Monday morning mailbag. Thank you very, very much, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> yes, several years ago, I tried to ship some shaving supplies to a fellow wet shaver in Sweden. One of the first questions the United States Postal Service clerk asked was, did any of the products contain alcohol? I had some alcohol-based aftershave samples in the box, so they had to be removed. Also, a small bottle of astringent witch hazel, which was 14% alcohol, had to come out. The concern by all of the freight carriers is that alcohol may be combustible during the flight. This is something they are vigilant about, and rightly so. Well, thanks very much for confirming that, uh, Mike. Really do appreciate that because our first prize winner, as mentioned earlier in the show, is, is in Malaysia. And unfortunately, the aftershaves and the EDTs have to stay stateside. I'm not able to ship those internationally via the United States Postal Service. But everything else, he's going to get everything else, and uh, we'll be shipping that very, very soon. So thanks for that update. And uh, thanks for confirming that is what I'm saying, Mike. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Mike continues here. Also, the Persona Crystal Blades are the former Israeli Persona Red Blades. Now, I didn't know that. I, I think I have some Persona Reds. I have to look and see where those, uh, where those were made. I'm going to have to check the labels on those. The difference being that the crystals are packed in a plastic dispenser while the Persona Reds are packed in a cardboard tuck. Again, I need to double check what I have. Well, I hope you have a great start to the week. Be safe and be well. Best regards as always, Mark. Uh, thank you very, very much for that, Mike. I really, really do appreciate that update. Now, uh, Keith Osmond happened to read uh, Mike's comment and he responded, are you sure about the crystals? I know the Israeli Persona Platinums in plastic cases with the blue label red line were the same as the reds. I thought the crystals were different. Uh, there were a number of other Persona blades made in Israel as well. Royal, uh, I think it's pronounced Tomy, T-O-M-Y, uh, Viking Sword, and a few others. Not sure if those are still being made or if they ended when manufacturing moved to Germany. Uh, Mike very kindly responded, Hi Keith, several of the wet shaving sites that sell the crystals say they are the same as the reds. Many wet shavers that I follow on YouTube over the years have also mentioned this when using the crystals. I'm definitely open to new information on this, though. Thanks, Keith. Well, you know what? Uh, gentlemen, thanks very, very much for the very, very kind and polite exchange on this. I think that just goes back to Persona and all the different variations and the different manufacturing plants and the different brands that they, they make blades under. Uh, you know, of course, we're... We're, uh, we just had a shave this past Friday with AccuThrive, which is a Persona blade by AccuTech, which is owned by Edgewell. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it is a bit confusing. We'll talk about this later on in the show. But uh, thanks very much for the uh, update on that, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate it. Speaking of razor blades, Mark Bagwell wrote uh, regarding Rockwell razor blades because uh, I believe Tom Donnarumma in a previous Monday morning mailbag, said that he uses the Rockwell razor blades. And I was wondering where those were made. And Mark writes, Rockwell double-edged razor blades are manufactured in China using Swedish stainless steel and are compatible with all double-edged safety razors. Uh, the pure stainless steel that forms these blades protects them against rust, while the specialized treatment that crafts these blades ensures the blades retain their exceptional sharpness. Now, Mark... Uh, obtain this information from Maggard Razors, as I recall him saying. So there you go. That's the origin or the uh, the 
point, the place of manufacture uh, for a Rockwell razor blade is China. So, Mark, thanks very much for sending that along. Really do appreciate that. Um, Brian Larazabal wrote, Hello, Mark. Awesome show as always. You nailed the <laughs> Oaxaca pronunciation, by the way. Uh, we talked about Oaxaca coffee. It's spelled uh, O-A-X-A-C-A. Rodney Ripplinger very, very kindly sent along Oaxaca Mexico organic coffee that uh, he uh, picked up at Costco, the Kirkland brand. Uh, my thanks again to Rodney. And I looked up the pronunciation, and uh, Brian says, yeah, right on the money. So thank you very much for that, Brian. He continues here, just as a fun fact, that kind of pronunciation of the letter X, kind of like an H instead of pronouncing it like a normal X, comes from the pre-Hispanic culture that lived in what is today Mexico City, a.k.a. the Aztecs. Uh, that pronounced it that way, and that's the reason why in Spanish we pronounce Mexico as Mexico instead of Mexico, if that makes sense. Laugh out loud. No, that absolutely makes perfect sense. I always wondered about that. Thank you very much for that, Brian. Really, really do, uh, really, really do appreciate it. He says, have a great week. You as well, Brian. Thanks for that little factoid on the Spanish language and uh, the Aztec influence on that. Really, really do appreciate that. Uh, Robert Ross wrote, uh, Matt at Razor Emporium was being interviewed recently. He was talking about several companies that are no longer in business. He said he thinks some of these companies had too many options in terms of plates and other accessories. Matt went on to say, Quote, if you want to change how a razor shaves, play with the blades, unquote. In other words, you don't need a bunch of different plates for your razor. Rather, you can dial the aggressiveness of a razor up and down depending on the blade you use. I agree with this. My Carve Overlander is a completely different razor if I use an Astra SP Green versus a Feather. I agree with that too, Robert. Absolutely. There is a big, big difference in how a razor how a razor's efficiency uh, can be controlled by the sharpness of a razor blade. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I agree with that. And, uh, well, let me say I agree with it. I'm really, I really lean towards, I really lean in that direction. There might be some exceptions to that rule. Uh, and uh, other viewers out there, other wet shavers out there might have um, a bit of a, uh, a difference of opinion on that. Uh, but uh, for the most part, generally speaking, I think that is correct. Absolutely. So thank you very much for sending that along. Really do appreciate that. Uh, Jay Hipple wrote, I like synthetics uh, for face lathering and bore for bowl lathering. I want to try a horsehair brush, but they are hard to find. A bonus of a horsehair is that they don't have to put the animal down to get the hair. And it's just part of grooming to get the hair. Uh, I know Doug over at Phoenix Shaving is a vegetarian and won't use or sell products that harm animals, but a horsehair brush doesn't. I wonder if he would start carrying them. Uh, that's the biggest issue I've found with horsehair brushes, is that they're harder to find. Uh, I apply all my hard pucks directly to the face, just like the uh, Phoenix Shaving Cube. Uh, Jay Hipple, thanks very, very much for that. Uh, I don't know how difficult it is to find uh, horsehair brushes. I'm going to start looking, though. And I know there are a few brands out there that uh, viewers have discussed and have sent along, uh, sent along to the channel. We'll be discussing that in new uh, wet shade gear uh, in today's show. So stay tuned for that. But, uh, yeah, a very, very good point because uh, I think Badger and Boar involves... Uh, well, I think badger involves the uh, the destruction of the animal, and I think boar, perhaps boar as well. I'm not entirely sure about that one, but I have heard about horsehair. You're just you're just grooming the horse, and whatever hair comes is combed out of their mane or their tail or however that is what's used for uh, a shaving brush. So thanks very much for that reminder. Really do appreciate it, Jay Hipple. Uh, and uh, Keith Osmond wrote, regarding the Henson, they are now also offering a stainless steel, regular length only, handle on Amazon, as well as T-shirts and hats. Thanks for that update, Keith. Really do appreciate it. So if you want a stainless steel handle 
for your Henson razor. Get up to their Amazon storefront. That's fantastic to hear, especially if you want to add a little weight to the razor, I would imagine. So uh, thanks very much for that, Keith. I really do appreciate that. Thanks for echoing uh, Beth Jones's comments regarding the Henson Amazon storefront. I really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Viewer Paul Denali very kindly sent along this review of a horsehair shaving brush. He emailed the review to the channel and the subject heading reads, Review of my first horsehair brush. And he writes, a few months ago, I purchased a Zenith E3 Extra Soft Horsehair Brush. It's now my go-to for face lathering. Not as much backbone as my synthetics, but the knot is incredibly soft. If other brushes feel a little scritchy or irritating for face lathering, I'd highly recommend you give this horsehair brush a try. I was concerned about the off-putting smell I've heard people talk about, but did not experience that at all. When it was new, I did my usual two cleansing lathers with the brush and it was good to go. Available at thegentleshave.com. Once more, thegentleshave.com. For the podcast listeners out there, that's spelled T-H-E-G-E-N-T-L-E-S-H-A-V-E dot com thegentleshave.com paul thanks very very much for this review again folks this is a zenith e3 extra soft horse hair brush i'm definitely going to give this one a look at thegentleshave.com paul thanks so much for sending in this review really really do appreciate it well, this past Tuesday, we showed everybody the Phoenix Shaving 12 Shaves of Christmas Advent Calendar. How about that? Here's how this works. By the way, this was available on Black Friday. They even provided some extra calendars. And boy, did they sell out quickly. Doug and Friend very, very kindly sent this one to the channel allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. And that's exactly where, what we're going to be doing. There are 12 perforated doors in this calendar. Behind each door is a, uh, a shave soap bundle, a half ounce of shave soap and one ounce of aftershave splash. So we'll be opening up a door every single day, marking the 12 days of Christmas, starting on December 14th. So uh, absolutely excited to do that. Check out the video from last Tuesday to get a complete uh, description and idea of uh, how this is going to take place. Uh, really looking forward to it. Also, uh, just so you know, again, one lucky advent calendar out there has a golden ticket. Now, if your advent calendar has a golden ticket, well, then you win. What do you win? You win a rare rose gold copper ascension razor prototype with a certificate of authenticity. Uh, again, the catch is only one advent calendar contains a gold winning ticket. The other catch, you have to play along and open each door for 12 days. <laughs> no peeking, no rushing ahead. Prize can only be claimed after Christmas. Uh, if you contact us before, you'll lose the prize. So have fun and remember, take it one day at a time starting on December 14th, which is what we're going to be doing here on the channel. We're going to be opening up a door each day starting on uh, December 14th to show you what uh, what it contains. And I know there are some viewers out there who also got one of these uh, Merry Shave Mass uh, Christmas Advent calendars. So uh, you know what? Let me know. Uh, let me know what you think uh, regarding each day selection in the comment section below uh, on for that particular uh, day that we open up the door. So I'm really looking forward to. Uh, to doing that starting on December 14th. Now, one other point uh, with this calendar. Uh, I don't know if this has the gold ticket. If this, for some reason, does have the gold ticket, uh, that razor will be placed in the 15,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. 
and I think that's only right because Doug and Fran very, very kindly sent this advent calendar to the channel, uh, allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. So I'm not going to keep that razor. That razor is going to go into the prize pool for the 15,000 subscriber prize giveaway. So, uh, yeah, so stay tuned uh, for December 14th and all the days after that uh, for the 12 days of or the 12 shaves of Christmas, a merry shave mask, courtesy of uh, Phoenix Shaving and their merry shave mask uh, Christmas Advent calendar. Really looking forward to, uh, to opening up each door uh, each day starting on December 14th. So again, my thanks to Doug and Fran for very kindly sending this along. Uh, again, that video uh, was this past Tuesday. So if you missed it, check it out. Uh, you'll get some more details uh, on the Advent calendar. What a wonderful, wonderful offering on, uh, on Black Friday. And again, they made extras. And uh, wow, they were just snapped up. It sold out very, very quickly. If you didn't get one this year, uh, get up to the website where the Advent calendar page is right now and get on their notification list so that you'll be notified when they do it again next year. Uh, my thanks to Doug and Fran for sending along the Phoenix Shaving, 12 Shaves of Christmas, Merry Shave Mask Christmas Advent Calendar. Really do appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Well, I wanted to give you an update on the AccuThrive razor blade uh, from, uh, well, this is the from AccuTech Edgewell. Uh, it's actually a Persona blade rebranded, relabeled. Uh, and we've talked about this on the program. Uh, viewer Beth Jones very, very kindly sent along these AccuThrive razor blades. Beth, thank you very, very much. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, we had a review run this past Friday, and I used my Vikings blade uh, chieftain razor. Uh, Wally Pankowski and Beth Jones both said... Uh, do not be on autopilot when you use an AccuThrive razor blade in your razor. Uh, be very, very aware of the shave, and that's the approach I took when using the Vikings Blade Chieftain. Uh, came away with maybe a slight whip, weeper and maybe maybe a very, very small neck, but for the most part, uh, terrific, terrific shave. I think I had about two days' worth of beard growth, as I recall, and the Vikings Blade razor did a very, very nice job. Uh, really, really enjoyed the shave. But again, I modified my technique and I was very aware of the razor blade during the shave. Absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, I had two more shaves with the uh, AccuThrive razor blade. And for each shave, I used a new blade. Uh, for the second shave, I used the Phoenix Shaving Metaphor Razor in stainless steel. One day's worth of beard growth, I got a wonderful, wonderful two-pass uh, BBS, upper darn fine shave, lower BBS result. Uh, again, was watching my technique, was very, very aware of the shave, uh, but a, a really, really nice result. I think that the uh, Metaphor razor tamed the blade a little more. Uh, very, very good result. And uh, the delivery of the, uh, of the, of the blade, the blade had, let me put it this way, the blade had a nice smoothness in the Metaphor razor. Had a nice smoothness in the, uh, the, the Chieftain razor, but uh, the first pass, I had two days worth of beard growth. So there was that difference there. With the uh, Metaphor razor, uh, I only had one day's worth of beard growth. So maybe that's why that was a little smoother because there wasn't as much uh, beard growth to uh, shave away. The third shave uh, with a new uh, AccuThrive razor blade uh, was right before cameras rolled and I used my Metaphor razor in brass, Phoenix Shaving Metaphor razor in brass. And again, same result as the stainless steel version of the razor. Upper darn fine shave, lower BBS, really, really terrific. Uh, again, I was very aware of the shave, uh, made sure to adjust my technique accordingly because these are very, very sharp blades. Again, uh, I don't think the smoothness of the AccuThrive blade, in my opinion, for my face, 
uh, is not as smooth as the other per Persona blades that I've compared on the channel. So just to kind of quickly recap here, I would say that the Persona Platinum blades that are made in Germany are the smoothest. Uh, I would say that's followed by the Comfort Coated, the Persona Comfort Coated that are made in USA. And I would say in third place for smoothness is the AccuThrive. I would say that all three of these blades give comparably close shaves. Uh, it all depends on what you're looking for. Your mileage may vary. Perhaps your beard is a little more demanding than mine, uh, in which case, boy, these AccuThrive are probably going to do a great, great job for you. Again, you have to adjust your technique ever so slightly and also be aware of the shave. Do not be on autopilot. Wally Pankowski and Beth Jones both made mention of that term, autopilot. Uh, don't just go through the motions with the shave. You have to really, really be aware, especially first use with this razor blade. I'm also thinking, and I've also found, that the milder the razor, uh, the more it tames this particular blade because these are very, very sharp. I, I think it's highly unlikely that I'm going to use an AccuThrive in a Mula R41 where uh, I very well would be uh, very comfortable and very confident in using a Persona Platinum in a Mula R41. That kind of gives you the comparison right there in a nutshell. But uh, I would say a terrific, terrific razor blade. It's got a little more growl than uh, the other Personas I've used on the channel. And uh, the smoothness is there, but I don't think it's as smooth as the Persona Platinum or the Comfort Coated. Uh, but uh, a really, really terrific, terrific blade. So uh, again, if your skin type and beard type are more demanding, uh, the AccuThrive will probably do a great, great job for you. If you're fair-skinned like me, wow. <laughs> Don't be on autopilot and also adjust your technique a little bit and uh, maybe uh, slap them into a milder razor blade, a milder razor. Uh, that you have in your in your in your particular shave den. So my thanks again to Beth Jones for very very kindly sending these along. That's your update on the AccuThrive razor blade from uh, AccuTech Edgewell uh, rebranded Persona uh, razor blade. These are the MedPrep razor blades uh, that uh, Persona. I guess they were branded as the Persona MedPrep blades. Now they're known as the uh, AccuThrive prep blades. Uh, same blade. Different labeling, boy, are they sharp. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Al Spencer sent this along, and it's another reminder of a really great product from Hendricks Classics and Company. Uh, and uh, Al writes, Mark, uh, great content this morning. Thanks very much, Al. I really do appreciate that. I've been having a ball using Hendricks Classic and Company's unscented soap and adding different scent oils. To me, Pete's soap base is on the same level as CK6. Good stuff. Hey, Al, thanks very much for reminding us of this because we did review the unscented shave soap from Hendrix Classics and Company uh, a while back. Uh, not only do I have the unscented shave soap, I also have the unscented balm. And the idea here was uh, you buy uh, different scented, uh, different scents. Uh, in these uh, two milliliter or five milliliter vials. They also sell a rack that will accommodate these uh, vials. So the idea is it's space saving. You just get one tub of their wonderful performing uh, shave soap and add your own scent to it. So every day you can have a different scented shave soap. Uh, this one is lavender, which is a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful lavender scent. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Pete also sent along uh, Cloud9 right there. Cloud9, to me, is a, uh, that's a very, very classic barbershop kind of scent. Really, really wonderful. And, of course, Badass. Badass is a very, very masculine scent. Oh, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good one. So the idea here is that you would uh, load your brush from the puck or scoop out and build your lather in a bowl. And as you're building your lather, just add uh, as much or as little scent to the, uh, the lather as you're building the lather, to the shave soap as you build the lather as you want to, and you'll get a beautiful scented uh, lather. Absolutely beautiful with, uh, 
with Hendrix Classics Company's wonderful, wonderful soap base. And you can do the same with the balm, the aftershave balm. Just put a little bit of balm in your hands and add a drop or two of the scent to it, and you'll have a scented balm to match uh, your shave that day. So absolutely fantastic, fantastic idea and a fantastic uh, product offering from Hendrix Classics and Company. Really do appreciate the reminder on this, Al. It's been a while since I've used this. I'm going to break this out again. I'm going to, going to use it and do another review on it because it really is a terrific, terrific uh, product. And I believe the one I have here goes back a year or so. I don't think it's the same soap base that they're selling now. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but boy, this really did perform well. And uh, looking forward to using it again. So, Al, thanks very, very much for that reminder. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, continuing on our subject of horsehair shave brushes, we received this email from viewer Keith Osmond. The subject heading was a tail or tail, that's T-A-L-E, <laughs> T-A-I-L, a tail of two horsehair brushes. Uh, and Keith writes, hi, Mark. You are asking about info from users who have used horsehair brushes. I'm no expert, but I do own two and they are as different as night and day. My first foray into the world of horsehair brushes was a Samogue Pharos C3 brush. It's quite inexpensive with a fairly plain, small, stained wood handle available in several colors. I went with yellow and a small 21 millimeter, 50 millimeter loft knot of black horsehair. Between $22 and $24 Canadian, depending on site. I figured at that price, if I didn't like it, I wasn't out much. Well, as it turned out, I fell in love with that little brush. Plenty of backbone and a bit of scritch, good for exfoliation. If you like a really soft brush, this isn't for you. But it suits me just fine. I use it more than any of my other brushes. It's especially good uh, when lathering a triple milled puck. Having such a Great first experience. I bought a very nice looking Vylong brush, purple handle and white horsehair knot. The price was more than double the Samogues and I was really excited. Well, I ended up quite disappointed. If you wet it like a synthetic, the hair stays stiff. If you soak it too long, uh, e.g. while showering, as I do with boars, badgers and pharaohs, the knot becomes super floppy. Either way, it's hard to build a good lather with. Further, the hairs knot up easily, especially if you are foolish enough to splay them. Gotta do the side-to-side -side painting stroke to have any hope of not knotting. So the Samogue Pharos is one of my top brushes and the Vylong is at the very bottom. Comments I've seen by others suggest more horsehair brushes perform like my Vylong than my Samogue. You can get a Samogue Galahad with a horsehair knot. It's only slightly bigger than the Pharos, 22 millimeter rather than 21, same loft. It has a much nicer red resin handle, but costs about twice as much as the Pharos. I've been tempted to give it a try, but my Vylong experience has me hesitating. Regards. Keith Osmond. Keith, thanks very, very much for this review of two shaving brushes and a bit of a cautionary note regarding the Vylong horsehair brush. Folks, if you had an experience with either of these brushes, please comment below, let us know, or send us your own review and comments. Really do appreciate this uh, review of both of these brushes, Keith. Thanks very, very much. Viewer Stan Chapman sent this along regarding horsehair shave brushes. Uh, Zenith has horsehair brushes. I would like to try their standard brush, which is 50-50 tail mane hair. Their other one is called Super Soft, and I doubt I would like it due to not enough backbone. Well, thanks very much for that, Stan. Really do appreciate it. Folks, if you have any experience with the Zenith horsehair brushes, please comment below or send in your own review so we can share it with all the viewers out there. Hey, Stan, thanks very, very much for the heads up on the Zenith horsehair shaving brushes. 
Well, it's returned just in time for the Christmas season from Phoenix Shaving, Christmas Shave Soap. And as Douglas writes, this, my friends, is a holiday staple here in Shavelandia for sure. Never before was there such a rugged, stoic, and steadfast holiday fragrance. While gourmands are fun and all, Christmas is epic, and we need a little more epic in our lives, no? Yeah, this is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. Here are the scent notes, frankincense, myrrh, bay, seaweed, oakwood, ambergris, benzoin, blue spruce, tobacco, labdanum, lavender. This is what Christmas should smell like. I absolutely agree. This is also oak barrel aged for one year. It's got a great, crisp, fresh, clean, outdoor kind of Christmas scent. When I first opened the shave tub, the scent immediately reminded me of uh, going to midnight mass when I was a kid. A very cold temperature at night, clear skies, new fallen snow, but there's that fresh, clean kind of scent in the air, that Christmas kind of crisp outdoors kind of scent. So yeah, that's exactly what this scent is like. It does have that rugged, stoic kind of scent to it, outdoorsy, very fresh, and it does have that bay leaf in the background. Really, really wonderful. So check it out. It's return for the Christmas season from Phoenix Shaving, Christmas. And that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Viewer Mark Bagwell sent along this talking point. Now, it has to do with our discussion of uh, brush loading or scooping uh, shave soap. Brush loading shave soap or scooping shave soap. Uh, using a little bit or really being generous. Generous with the scoop, generous with the, uh, the, the, the brush load, the swirl, or economizing a little bit. Now, here's what Mark uh, wrote. Come on, be honest. How many soap containers have you emptied? I'll bet it's not many, and that means you have a ton of soaps just like I do. I'm being overrun by soaps by Phoenix Shaving, Barrister and Mann, Sterling, Ariana and Evans, Chella, Parasso, and so many more. So I refuse to swirl my brush in my soaps only six or seven times. My motto is swirl away because you can't use the soap fast enough. It's impossible. So swirl away, gentlemen, swirl away. <laughs> I gotta agree with you, Mark, really. You've seen my reviews out there, folks. I really do some big, big brush loads to build a lot of lather. And uh, I have acquired quite a number of shave soaps since the channel has started. And I'm sure you've acquired a lot of shaving soaps as well. And there's no way you're going to get through all of them. I agree with Mark. So you might as well be generous when you're doing that brush load. You might as well be generous when you do that, that scooping of the shave soap into your into your lathering bowl, your shave bowl. Uh, then again, there might be some of you out there who only have a handful of shave soaps and you want to use uh, a little more uh, economy when it comes to uh, loading the brush or scooping the shave soap. Completely understandable. But uh, I'll put it to the viewers out there. What say you? Are you in favor of really doing a nice brush load and swirling away as Mark Bagwell suggests? Or are you economizing? Uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm inspired now by Mark Bagwell's uh, comment here. I'm just going to continue to go ahead and swirl away and load that brush as much as possible because I doubt very much I'm going to go through all the shaving soaps that I have. So uh, what say you? Comment below. Let us know. Swirl away or pull back a little bit and economize. Looking forward to reading everyone's comments on this. Thanks again, Mark, for a really, really terrific talking point, making for a really great discussion. I received this email from viewer Joe Rouse, and the subject heading reads, Pulling out a razor I had a rough time with. And Joe writes, Hello, Mark. I have often heard you suggest that if you are having a difficult time with a particular razor, 
that you should consider taking a break from it and then coming back to it later to see if it works better for you. I wanted to share a recent experience I had with this sort of thing. Last year, I purchased a Razorine Flatboy. I don't know if you have ever seen this razor, but it is not your typical DE head. It is almost a shavette style, very unique and a bit aggressive. I had used it a few times and was getting a lot of irritation with it. I was on the verge of selling it, but I decided not to part with it. I purchased a Feather Artist Club Camisori style razor in September. After a few weeks of using that, I decided to pull out a DE. I got out my Gillette Super Speed and decided to try a Schick DE blade in it. I had not used that blade before and I found that I really liked it. I decided to see how this blade would work in the Flatboy. So I tried it the other day and what a difference. Very comfortable, very smooth, and no irritation. Today, I use the Feather Artist Club to do a first pass and then use the Flatboy for additional passes and then clean up. And I wound up with one of the best shaves I've had in a long time. It was BBS and irritation free. So the lesson I learned here is to just keep trying until you can find the combination of razor and blade that works for you. I think in my case, it was a combination of the blade and perhaps some changes in my approach with the Flatboy razor based on my experience with the Shavette. I can't say enough about these Schick blades. They have become my favorite blade. Then again, I probably shouldn't say too much because then other people will buy them laugh out loud. Anyway, I hope my experience inspires others. It may take some time to find what works for you, but when you do, you'll be glad you were patient. Thanks, Joe Rouse. Joe, absolutely wonderful, wonderful email. And folks, uh, as I wrote him back, I said I was smiling all the way I was reading that email for the first time. Because yes, you're correct, Joe. I've often said that if something doesn't work for you, whether it's a razor or a shave soap or a brush, set it aside. Set it aside for a while. Go about your shaves for a few weeks, maybe even a month, however long, and then come back to it. You come back to it with a new perspective, a fresh perspective. Maybe uh, your, uh, your anticipation uh, has changed a little bit. Uh, that sort of thing. But for some reason, for me, this always seems to work. Um, if I find that a razor might be a little too aggressive or it might be uh, a little too mild, however it is, I work on my technique with other razors, I have my shaves, and then I come back to that particular razor. And somehow, I don't know, maybe the experience, maybe changing the technique, maybe doing more shaves, whatever it is, I don't know. That razor just seems to sing. It just seems to give me a really nice shave. Uh, again, it might be the change in perspective. It might be that my expectations have lowered a little bit. Maybe my expectations the first time around were far too high. Hard to say. But Joe, I am so very, very glad to hear that the Razorine Flatboy works for you with a Schick DE razor. Now, we have talked about the Flatboy before. Rodney Ripplinger uh, has uh, told us about the Flatboy and uh, the razor is available at Shave Nation. We'll be sure to uh, link to the Shave Nation page where you can check out uh, that particular razor. Uh, and uh, my thanks to Rodney Ripplinger for mentioning and talking about the Razorine uh, in the past. Uh, he has sent along some great information regarding it. And Joe, I'm so very, very glad that you didn't give up on the razor, that you set it aside, you came back to it, you found a blade that works for it. That's really, really wonderful. So that's absolutely great. So folks, uh, it's just a great reminder to, uh, you know, don't, you know, have a knee-jerk reaction first time out with a piece of shaving gear. Give it a little time, you know, assess it, and then kind of go from there and see if it works for you down the road. 
great, great outcome uh, to hear, Joe. Really, really very, very happy for you. Folks, comment below and let us know if you've had a similar experience that Joe has uh, written about here. Uh, again, Joe, thanks very, very much for a terrific, terrific story. Very, very inspiring. And again, so very, very happy that the new blade and new razor combination works for you. Thanks again. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so to give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.